Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, Ralph. Ralph. What's up? Nah. Ralph, you want to do Yo, this intro, guy Ralph? was quick. What? Why are you so quick? <laughs> you got to let the guy do the introduction. Let Ralph, nah, 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 let Ralph do it. I'm going to share. I'm going to share the love. Nah, share the duties. Do the intro. Yo, every time I, I do it, though, but I'm a line stepper, to... but you'll share it with Ralph. Share the, the duties. I don't know how to do the You see the favoritism in there? Listen, ever since you broke protocol, Ange broke protocol last week or two weeks ago. Yo, dude, I am protocol. I don't break it, bro. You see? Yo, yo, he just gets more. So I'm like, yo, let Ralph do it. Ralph don't get a chance. Go ahead, Ralph. What? Yo, my Oh, first... this is the knowing part. Yo, part. Th- Come on. You, you know I'm the worst. Yo, yo, this listen. guy's on second base with a hockey yo, that's stick. How I, this, yo, that's I'm the worst. How, yo, that's how I know you guys don't even listen to your own podcast. <laughs> yo, bro, and for the bilingual people, como estas? Yo, it took him all week to learn. Yo, that's <laughs> the only thing he knows. That's why <laughs> como estas, mi amigos? <laughs> he don't know nothing. <laughs> all week. He probably was all week. Como, 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 como te llamo, te, te llamo. Dios te ama. Dios. Jesus Cristo. Ah, all right, what up, what up? Welcome to the Knowing Part See, podcast. That's that's how it's supposed that's to how, flow, That's how it's baby. supposed to start, yeah, baby. I mean, Come on, we man. episode what? This is 45, 46, Chill, 47? That's why they don't, you don't even got to say We're it. in the late 40s. Listen, people don't like change, especially in 40s. <laughs> That was a bar. That was a bar. That was a bar. People don't like change, dog. Mm. Ah, mm. yeah. So we back. We back. How you guys doing? What's up? Summertime. Look, everybody. The arms is out. Come on. Let's see. Let's see oh, the flexes. Let's see some flex, bro. Let him out. You know Ralph got the guns. Let him out. Let him out. Come on, Ange. Chill, son. <laughs> I sold my ticket to the gun show already, bro. <laughs> Let's go, Mike. Nah, chill, 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 dog. Yo, you know the biggest guns here, man. Nah, yeah, man. that's why he this did dude, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did it so the light could this go on dude, up. Nah, man, yo, that fine. shirt's about to buzz, me. That's the black tri- Lufa Rigno. Triple X. <laughs> yo, you don't know the type of Photoshop I do on these videos <laughs> after. That's a Smedium? Post, post-production. That's he wears Smedium shirts. That's, that's what that's, it is. That's exactly what I get. Yeah, I hit him with the filter. It's all filter. Um, but yeah, oh, man. yeah, uh, we on we on the YouTubes. Yeah. So if you you know if you want to see us laugh, yo, just, I just want to subscribe and and click the subscribe button on the YouTubes. I just feel like I have to say that. I don't know why. Because yeah. everybody else say it. No. Nah. Because people gotta subscribe, b. Dog, I'm I'm just trying to be responsible. Nah, man. People whole. gotta go like. They gotta go subscribe. So what that, you mean? Hit the thumbs up. Thing? Yeah, hit that's the a, thumbs up. <laughs> hit the subscribe button. His hit the thumbs up. Comment, share. Yeah, man. Do do do. Yeah, be responsible. <laughs> yeah, be responsible. Yo, we just, need we wanna... need you. We need you guys help. Yo, can I speak? Go ahead, man. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just, want, I just want to shout out my boy Sal, his wife Marika. They always saying good things about the show. Yes. Yeah, so I just wanted to shout you oh, out. Oh, shout out Sal. to Sal. Thank you so yeah. much for just the edification, man. Yes, it means yeah. a lot that you're enjoying the show. And yeah. Sal, Sal know what it is. Sal used to be in the Saturday mornings. Yeah, that's what he said. He said it reminds right. you of Saturday morning. Right, so Saturday right. mornings used to pop. Son. We yeah. used to fight. This is this is the beginning mm. of it. That you, was the, you that used was the you used to, Don't say we. We went over the word. You <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. was fighting the word. <laughs> Me and Marcus went in. Whoa, <laughs> yo! Since we giving shouts, I'm like, yo, Marisol and Ange. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up? What's up, Ange? Nice. Or the PA Connect. The PA. Yeah. The PA Connect. PA Connect. Shout the out PA. to the PA Connect. Yeah. Um, listen, we got people out in the Bay hitting us up. Facts. We got people out in um the Caribbean, mm. Canada. Yep. So, yo, shout out to everybody. England, Africa, the, Africa, U- yeah, UK. UK. Right up. Yo, this yeah. internet thing is just worldwide. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and just uh, 
the word of God could just go out there at the click of a button, which is a blessing. You know, these tools, you could use it to, to bless others. And um, we just hope that that's what happens. But um, Yo, where Brooklyn at, son? Oh, man. <laughs> my Brooklyn cats. Yeah, Y'all better start commenting, just, man. Yeah, nice and clean. Soon. Show some love, Everything baby. was all proper. And <laughs> I tried to finish it off. Show love. It's the Brooklyn yeah, way. Like, Come oh, on, baby. Ah, yeah, shout out to Brooklyn. We from Brooklyn. We, yeah. we in Brooklyn, so. But you know he had to put the filth on it. No way. <laughs> he got to put the accent on it, the <laughs> accent mark. The filth. Yeah. Oh, but you know what we about to get into. Tell him, filthy. Yo, Genesis 18, baby. Nah, that's not how you do it. Oh, wait. What was I supposed to do? Give him the filthy. Oh, you see, I, I forgot how to do the filthy. Go on your mics, man. Can you I, remind him? I forgot, son. Genesis 18. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That was a good one. Yo, Marcus, you coin. You <laughs> coin. <laughs> that's the filthy. That's listen, the filthy. listen. There's two yo, things. Yo, that's yo, the filthy. Yo, yo, yo. You got to be consistent, man. You, be consistent. you can't be forgetting these things, though. Yo, I told you chill, the people son. don't want change after four that's, years. That's, that's filthy after hours, man. Listen, this we thing is developing. This thing is developing. So yo. now that you gave the filthy, all right, baby, let's get into the word. <laughs> let's talk about Abraham. That's when we know we're about to get started. So mm, yeah, yeah. Um, we're in Genesis 18. <clears throat> all right. Uh, so 17. Yo. Go ahead. I, yo. Yo, bro, I gotta say, I agree with Marcus. See? <laughs> Thank you. Well, Starting off the show right. That's fine. That's fine. But yeah, we, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta talk about it. Yeah, we gotta with talk. the whole, yeah, with Abraham, because I went back looking at Romans 4. That's fine. And it looked like it's completely supported what Marcus is saying in terms of like that when Abraham laughed, it was a, it was a joyous laugh. It was a laugh of joy. Expectation, yep. Of expectation. And he, he believed and he was just saying, yo, can Ishmael give, be a part of this blessing and not be excluded? And then God said, no. That's not how not this program is going to go. Right. I understand your concern, Abe. Yeah. And that's your little man's. Yeah, his first son. And you love him. I get it. He's going to get blessed. But this is how the program is going to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's and the reason that I was leaning towards that is because of what I read in this chapter. Mm. Same scenario, but a different response from right. God. So that's that's what led me to it. But you know, I mean, it's not. Right. It is what it is. <laughs> Yo, we could see? keep it moving, y'all. Uh, listen, I humbled myself last mm, time, man. If you, nah, listen, man. That's when you get right. the. Mm, listen, mm, mm. Marcus is always right. We could. We, <laughs> I mean, I'm we not could, saying I was right. It's listen, not a right or wrong listen, thing. Listen, we could. We could agree it. You know why? Because I went back and I read it too, uh, and th- it made me even confirm what I was saying. Okay, Marcus knows it. So, so let's go into it. What do you mean go into it? Let's go into it. Real quick, let's let's talk about seventeen. What was in seventeen? Real oh super goodness. quick. The covenant, right? The Lord. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ange. What you want me to? You want me to read it? <laughs> no, let's let's review seventeen for no, two I mean, seconds. The, what we're talking about is the laugh, right? In verse seventeen, right? With Abraham. No, we're, we're talking about all of seventeen before we get into eighteen. Let's just review it real quick. What we kind of went over. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just in case people forgot, it's been like seven seven whole days. <laughs> <laughs> See, you mean, gotta be old school to know um, <laughs> hit you with the Tony Braxton right there Ange don't know Ange don't yeah, know Ange don't know the Tony Braxton anyway uh, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure I'm my age but 
All right, so so chapter 17, right? Um, the Lord kind of gave Abraham a sign, right? He spoke about the sign of the covenant, kind of went into circumcision. Circumcision being the sign of a covenant that was already ratified before, right? And, you know, he's, he's reiterating the covenant. Um, what else we had? It was the human responsibility, right? Right. Their yeah. part in that covenant was yeah. just to show them that that way were the Israel people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Lord is telling them, like, you're going to keep, you're going to keep it. And the generations, like your children, your children, children, and so on, you're going to keep my, uh, we, you're going to keep this covenant. And this is going to be the sign, right? The sign of circumcision. And again, um, this promise, right? This promise is not going to be through Ishmael. It's going to be through Sarah. Right. And I, I remember before the Lord was like, you know, the, the seed of the promise is going to come from you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm wondering if Abraham was like, all right, from me, however, and this whole Ishmael thing came about. Right. Probably, but, you know, we spoke about that when you're trying to um, accelerate the promise of God and going outside of his will to right. try to make something happen, it, it turns into turmoil. Right. And we're going to continue to see that propagate in, in the family and in their lives. So, you know, so he... he you God keep repeating the promise, right? He keep repeating it, not because um, people is hard to hear, but that's encouragement. No, I think there's, I think there's a both. He's you, a human being. You think so? And he hasn't for how many years did God say he was gonna be, you know, the father of many nations, and nothing has happened, and his wife is getting older, he's getting older. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's encouraging, but it's also, you know, helping with that disbelief that. You know, is in us as humans. Okay, that's how I see it. I see it coming both ways. And no, I get it. Yeah, I, I agree to a certain agree. extent. And then, like, going on to the point where you know Marcus and Ralph are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this not the first time where he mentioned Sarah in the promise? I believe so. Yes. You know, so to me, you know, being that it's the first time, that now he's like, all right, God just said it was Sarah. And now the fact that she's already past childbearing aging age, I think that's why he laughed. And that's why God needed to say it again and correct them and say, no, you know, it's Sarah, your wife. Like, believe me when I'm telling you this, you like, yeah, I, so, so, so yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go. Chapter 18. Let's read from one to eight. Hold on one quick thing though, before we jump in, yeah. just the one thing we like, um, Outside from what we were discussing, that we I don't know if we even mentioned it uh, on the last podcast in terms of like that human error that con continuously progressed into today's world. Why we see the turmoil now in the Middle East between mm. you know the Israeli world in terms of the Arabs and the Jews constantly warring. So this is you know the consequences, the mm -hmm. and this is the fruit of that that sinful behavior that happened with Abraham. That's still propagating from generations to generations to decades and decades and millennia yeah. to this point where we still see this turmoil within this land between the Jews and the Arabs. So, so just to <clears throat> um, clarify what you're saying, Ishmael is the pro progenitor of the Arab nations. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're seeing it's it's uh, half brothers. Right. It's a beef. It's it's a family beef happening. Mm-hmm. And that ha family beef has been happening since uh, Genesis, 
1920 mm-hmm. around there is, is is just been going on and and we right. see it happening today like Ralph said mm-hmm. and that's what sin does right right sin it just it, it um it bears fruit that's and, right and it keeps bearing fruit and it keeps just causing chaos um this is the fruit of the decision of the first man and woman that's right to go against God and this is the consequence of that but you know thank God through um his son Jesus Christ he he was able to uh you know take on the penalty and revert it change it right the, the physical realities has you know we didn't experience that yet that's still right. to come but the most important part which is the spiritual part which is the um your soul and and this your soul's destination and the the judgment of sin Jesus Christ took care of that mm-hmm. right and and he he took on all of that and as a free gift we just have to off we just have to believe him like Abraham was counted righteous cuz he believed God that we mm-hmm. read in chapter or what 15 15 15 mm-hmm. and and you know that was the gospel so yeah man One chapter eight. 18 yeah, let's do one. Let's do one take. Cool. Sorry. Then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth trees of Mamre, as he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day. So he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them, and bowed himself to the ground and said, "My Lord, if I have now found favor in your sight, do not pass on by your servant. Please let a little water be brought." And wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will bring a morsel of bread and you may refresh your hearts. After that, you may pass by inasmuch as you have come to your servant. They said, do as you have said. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah and said, quickly, make ready three measures of fine meal. Knead it and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the herd, took a tender and good calf, gave it to a young man, and he hastened to prepare it. So he took butter and milk and the calf which he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree as they ate. Mm-hmm. Right, one through eight. Yeah. All right, so so, what's happening? What are we seeing? Abraham got some visitors. And just his reaction, you know, he ran to his visitors and, um, you know, the hospitality, that's what I see. Just yeah. the hospitality that Abraham had, and um, how he just you know set up uh, food for them, water so they could wash their feet, even to the point where he he stood by them while they ate, right. you know, and you could just see he's probably tending to their needs, whatever they need, more water, maybe more food, whatever they, mm-hmm. you know, he was real attentive to their needs, and I just think about um. You know, um, our hospitality as as Christians, you know, when people, you know, if if you having um, guests unexpectedly and are you the spouse that the other spouse could run to and be like, well, somebody's coming, you know, I need you to hurry up and make food or I need you to hurry up and, um, you know, clean this or wash this or, you know, I need help. You know, are you the the spouse that's like, ah, man, I don't want nobody coming over here. Because, you know, I'm thinking, I, I don't know, did Abraham know that this was the Lord at this time? And even if he did or did not, it didn't matter because he was prepared to just be hospitable at all times. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I think about that scripture where it says you you could tend angels unaware, right. mm-hmm. you know, to always be hospitable. And I and I think about that just, you know, if you have um, people coming over to your house, you know, this is a time to minister. So you have to be ready, you know, and even if you're not ready, you know, are you going to be, you know, the person in the house, whether it's a spouse or you, you're the child or whether you're the parent, are you going to be ready to open up and serve, you know, serve somebody else's guests? You know, a lot of times you're like, oh, they ain't come to see me. Like, I don't, why do I have to get up and go cook? Or why do I have to get up and, or are you the guest? Like, really? You having people over? All right, let me, let me get up and go to the market. Let me make sure that your guest is, you know, um, um, properly taken care of. Because these are, those are points and times to minister to people and to, you know, you don't know. It could be somebody who needs who needs help, who needs to get saved. Mm-hmm. And your hospitality is is part. I should say is part of part being part of your ministry. You know, yeah, that was um. And in that same vein, like Abraham was that dude. He was important. He was a boss. Yet he was had such a servant's heart. You know, as soon as these dudes came, he rushed to them to see what they needed, and you know, and asked them to stay and and. Um, and like like Mike said, he didn't join them while they were eating as if they were like friends. You know, he was like standing there making sure that they had everything that they needed. And yeah. I just see such a beautiful heart behind somebody who he's an important dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? And still, he didn't call his servants to go serve them. He went yeah. and served them. Yeah, that's a great point. And I just like the way you said that because um, this is a true picture of what a servant leader looks like. Uh, exactly. This is what a, ser- a leader is supposed to serve. Mm. A true leader, uh, you know, as, as a man in a household, in your house, you know, you're the prophet, you're the priest of your house. You're supposed to serve, you know, and, and be that servant leader and how you, you teach everyone else that, you know, this is how we're hospital, this is how we care for others. And I like it. And the reason he's able to be a servant leader is because of the very first sense when he says, um, when the Lord appeared, he sat at the door of his tent because that's where we know Abraham. That's what he did. He pitched his tent and he pitched his altar. The man mm-hmm. of tents and altars. Uh-huh. So the only way you could be in a position where you can serve others is you've if you've been meeting with the Lord regularly. If that's your your position, is to meet with God. And what he told his wife, you know, he said, "Bring the quickly make ready three measures of fine meal." Like he took the best, right? Yeah. You know, he was he was getting the best of everything in the house. He wasn't, you know, giving them. Yeah, you know the the Crasdale. Ain't nothing wrong with Crasdale, <laughs> but you know, you know, what I mean? he wasn't giving them the associated and the <laughs> the associated juice. He was giving Damn. them the good juice. <laughs> I'm just saying. How about if you can only afford the two for five? Yo, listen. If you can afford the two for five, the if you got guests water. coming over, go get Tropicana <laughs> for them, and you the drink tro- the, the two tro- for five. The tropical fantasy. Yo, you, you know why I'm saying that? Because there's so plenty of times where. You know, I've had guests and you don't have enough of the best, mm. but I would drink the two for five right. and I would give them the, right, right. you know, what's that juice you always got at your house, man? Ralph always have, have the good oh, juice. Ralph got the house. best juice. Yeah. Ralph has the best. <laughs> I mean, it's a name that nobody is going to know. I yeah. think he got, it's, I think Ralph got a, a, the wealthy a slave juice. in the back. That's cold, <laughs> cold pressing oranges, everything. Right? Fresh. Wait up. Ralph is who taught me about That's good, why he was like, you know, y'all can't, y'all can't come in the basement. <laughs> No, but, but yo, Mike but, is bougie though. <laughs> Why? Because I'm always getting about you. About because every time I have some guests over for Bible studies, God forbid I don't got potato bread. 
You know what I mean? For my burgers. And you know, Listen, but like, you can't be buying donuts. Thank you. Every week, what donuts? Donuts. We talking about when I'm grilling and I got regular little buns. Yeah. If I don't have the potato He'll bread. He'll get the associated bread. <laughs> and I'll be like, yo, fam, you got to bring the potato. If I don't have potato bread, Mike gets on me. If no. I don't have the right um, salsa water. No. Oh, he can't drink Canada Dry Nah, salsa. bro. You know, and that's why I came to. Pe- look at Abraham. Like you said, he bought the fine. So that's all I, you know what I mean? Because again, you don't know. Again, if you got strangers in your house, you don't know. You know, you don't know who you're entertaining. So that's why I saw this and I was like, Abraham was like, bring the best for the guests. And that's the kind of heart you should have as a servant leader. But like you were saying, go ahead. So I, I know that that tree, that terebinth tree of memory was, was mentioned before. And mm-hmm. I don't recall if it's associated with his worship. Mm-hmm. Right. And like like you mentioned, Ralph, you know, the more time you spend with God, the more humble right. you'll be. And Abraham was a godly man. And we see that in his actions. Right. The hospitality mm-hmm. and putting it in context when you're dealing with, you know, ancient Eastern customs. Mm-hmm. That was something that was very important in their, in their culture. Right. right. Yeah. If a stranger is coming. Right. Because we get the picture that they're passing by. They're traveling. And he went out to meet them and told them, listen, you guys take a break, take a rest. I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. That's just the culture. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. And it was very important to the point where sometimes the guests would take priority over your own family. Yes. Right. Right. So their duty was <clears throat> like, you're a guest in my home. I have to protect you. Right. Right. So now you're number one priority. I have to protect you and, and provide everything for you right now for the night. If you're here for the night. I'm going to protect you. That was, and I think till this day, that culture is still present. Yes. They're very, you know, they're very hospitable, right? And we're we're seeing that over here. And the thing is, as we we read on and we get to the next chapter, you're going to see how important that mind frame is, you know? And that's why I pointed it out first Mm -hmm. because, you know, like you said, I'm glad you said that to even protect yeah, you right. know these are people that's under your house. If you have guests under your house, are you, you know, are you treating them like family? You know, is their lives gonna be good? You know, if anything, if any harm comes to your door, you're gonna be, you know, you, are you gonna treat them just like your family? And that's the attitude you see Abraham had. And like I said, I don't know if he even knew he was entertaining the Lord, but it didn't matter mm-hmm. because he was on point as far as being a servant leader, like you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. So. So Abraham is is chilling and and he see these three strangers coming. And you ask the question, did he know if that was the Lord? I don't know. Yeah. I I'll lean t- more towards no. Why? Why would you say more towards no? Cuz um cuz from what we read, I don't see anything in particular that would cause him to think that. Right. Unless, you know, we read before the Lord came to him before um right in chapter 17 Mm -hmm. the lord appeared to abraham and he dealt with abraham and he told abraham that your wife is going to have a child Mm -hmm. um and abraham said you know i'm 100 and my wife is this age you know are we you know i'm saying that whole scene and again in chapter 18 sarah didn't have a child yet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we know this is it was probably a it was probably like three months later that he's now seeing another Christophany, another pre pre incarnated meeting with with God. Whether Christ changed his appearance, 
I don't know. But the fact that he went out and um, wanted to be hospitable, that was just the culture. I I don't think he did it because he thought, oh, this is God. Right. That was that was just the type of man. He was a godly man. He was hospitable, Mm -hmm. sacrificial. Listen, you guys probably on a long journey. Mm -hmm. You need rest. And he urged them, right? This urgent, like you guys come. I get it. No, I agree. Come into the house, right? But but he's gonna figure it out later on. Yeah, definitely. Um, Do you think that Jesus, right, looked the same here than he did in um, the New Testament? I have no idea. I mean, no idea, but I just want, I just thought that, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I don't, my personal opinion is that, you know, like when he was, uh, what was that? When he was walking to Aramaeus. Yeah, the road to Aramaeus. The road to Aramaeus. Mm -hmm. He was walking with his followers. They didn't recognize him. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So I think sometimes Jesus might um, veil his appearance in order so that you might get distracted because you mm-hmm. see that is Jesus. But yeah. I need to pull something out of you. I need to, yeah. I need, I, I don't need that to be a distraction. So well, I don't think here that was a distraction. There was obviously three men, right? That right. he was serving and cooking for. So he saw three individual men and one of them, like you said, was a Christophany. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm, can I, I'm just wondering well, if, if that if, look, if that face uh, on that yeah. Um, Jesus was yeah. the same as Jesus I mean, in the New Testament. Pro- pro- I, I would say yes, but maybe you're not gonna recognize it. Whatever. He, oh no, he didn't because obviously. Right. Yeah. But that yo, that would be dope, right? If like if Jesus, Jesus looked was the there, same, boom, I think he looked the and same. The New Testament, like he was born and, not, and that, that turned into that man and looked the same way. That would, yeah, well, I'm crazy. glad they didn't describe him. <laughs> Because you'd have right. T-shirts, right? <laughs> you would have more than T-shirts. You would have paintings. You have free T-shirts. You have you have free Jesus. You have huge paintings <laughs> on walls. <laughs> so I'm yeah. glad, you know. You would, you, you know, us. We're prone to to make idols, idols right? Yeah. So that's why I'm glad they never described him physically. You, and, yeah. And no, I was just gonna point out, and you you kind of see that in kind of like what you describe, right? Um, abraham's godliness and i i see that it affected his family affected his household if it affected his community he didn't have to say it twice yep right everybody understood the young servant understood his wife yo let's go Mm -hmm. we got guests let's let's make it happen for them and 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 show them you know love give them the best yeah told his wife same thing yeah chop chop and that's and that's what it is because i know how stressful that could be sometimes. Right. You know, like guests is coming over and the other the spouse yeah. has to, now the other spouse have to get up mm-hmm. and like, yo, man, I was supposed to watch football all day today, <laughs> man. You got me going to the store. I got to go and run and get meat. I got to get this. I got to get that. And, you know, but understanding that this is part of the walk. This is part of what you're called to do as a believer, as a Christian, you know. Putting mm-hmm. others first. Exactly. Right. That's putting others, that's putting somebody else's needs before yours right yep you know what i'm saying and and you see that because like i mean just from like the the prior chapter when um he established the circumcision and he says okay he immediately obediently and everyone listened because he they knew he was a godly man exactly. and i'll i'll how life here is to serve god yeah. but one of the other points i want to Address too, and like, they were faithful to him too. Right, they were faithful to they him. Were faithful, right. like you exactly. see, because you see the godliness. Listen, right. it's easy to submit to a godly man. That's yeah. right, right? To mm-hmm. somebody that is right. that you know is gonna do right. 
It's, yeah. it's easy to do that. And even in the marriage, right? Mm-hmm. If right. a woman know that the man that she's dealing with is a godly man, then it'll be easier for her to right. submit to him. Right, exactly. And that's the picture we kind of see in here. Yeah. But one of the other things I want to bring out also is that um, just in terms of application-wise, uh, are we that eager to invite God into our lives? You right. know what I'm saying? Are we inviting him into our homes? You know, are we ready to wake up early in the morning? Or, you know, this is a conviction on myself in terms of like, yo, Lord, am I excited to get into this word and like, yo, meet with you and sit with you, Lord, mm. and have you minister unto me and I minister unto you? Am I there to like, yo, let me serve you, Lord. Let me read this word. Let me let me just fellowship with you. Or, you know, whatever things that I do, am I eager yeah. to do the same thing like the way he did when he just got up and ran? You know, Abraham just ran. So that's the same way we should be in our house, you know, mm-hmm. eagerly to worship the Lord, eagerly to open mm. the word and read it, eagerly to like, yo, I'm about to pray because I just love you, Jesus, for what you've done for me. Word up. You know? Uh-huh. All right, so let's go from 9 to 15. <clears throat> then they said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? So he said, here in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in a tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also. Where where to? Uh, 15. And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but you did laugh. <laughs> that was a check. <laughs> Yo, you think they, they, you think they was they stopped blazing? Oh, they wasn't blazing, bro. Yeah, because yeah, that's why, uh, I, like when I read it again, yeah. I was like, when she was like, oh, should I have pleasure? And she, my lord right. too, like being this old you know so she's probably thinking like you're saying this but we ain't even right getting it on like that no more we done right. passed that stage in our marriage and in our life like i could just, break a hip word up we just together nah <laughs> i don't think that she was referring to smashing though what i think, think it was with pleasure what you think it was yeah i think it was pleasure but, in having a child nah pleasure i don't think pleasure so, in sex pleasure mm. in, yeah when i read it again yeah. that's the first thing that shall came to I mind have pleasure my lord being old also yeah. right. shall i have pleasure hi ah, yeah may, maybe i guess because she's <clears throat> she brought in my lord saying yeah. so he wasn't he, yeah so so <laughs> he wasn't he, all right so imagine imagine this right imagine you preparing a meal that's not it's not microwave you're not throwing in the microwave. Yo, what's wrong with the microwave? No, no, I'm saying Abraham didn't have a microwave. <laughs> Yo. So it's it's gonna take time, right? Maybe maybe a couple, maybe Wait, a few hours about? to prepare the oh, meal. The, the real meal. You're yeah. talking about okay. yo, yeah. you gotta knead this dough, you gotta right. kill this, you gotta skin this, you gotta do all this stuff. So it's a lot of work. I imagine the fellowshipping. Right, Abraham was probably running around for a little while, and then he finally got a chance to stand next to him and let him enjoy the meal. Right. And I think at this point he realized, because he spoke about the promise. Mm. Right, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so he's like, "Oh, right, How you? How do you know about the promise? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I now he's probably like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it's the Lord. This is, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So the Lord's like, "Yo, what's what's the old lady?" Oh, she had. Oh, yeah, she in the tent, being nosy, nosy body. Nosy, 
Ear hustling? Ear hustling. All right, so she's in the tent, you know, doing whatever. And then that's when the Lord, you know, speaks this promise again, right? And he said that you're going to have a child. Mm -hmm. So obviously, they didn't have a child yet. And it's still in that time frame because in the last chapter, Abraham, he kind of stated their age. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 100 and my wife is, is right. was it 90, 90 or something? Yeah, something like 99, that. 99, yeah, or 90. So, it was, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that much time then passed. And I, I lean towards what you're saying. Right. They, wasn't, they wasn't having sex. Yeah. So they were right. old, like old, old. Like, I don't even want to have sex. Like, <laughs> d- like dirt. <laughs> like dust. Like, I don't even feel like, like, I don't even feel like having sex. We could just lay next <laughs> to each other and yeah, put our legs on each other. Dirt up. Yeah, <laughs> now nah, because it was menopause. You could say menopause already. Uh, it was right. clear and that's what that, right. was that. Yeah, it was clear that they were past past that. Now past the the age of enjoying, enjoying pleasure yes. right. in the marriage. Like they were past that. Like you're done. We done. We, we just done. ready to right up. And the Lord probably came through like your dog. That's how it's gonna happen. Y'all need to get, get it, it cracking over that's, here. And that's why I said it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the Lord was like, it. "Yo, dog, y'all need to get it cracking," and that's mm-hmm. kind of that's why she laughed because it's. I think it was more like like we we not even doing it. Yeah, we're like, like the, brothers and sisters right. up in here. <laughs> oh man! So 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 now so now when when the Lord told Abraham the promise, you're gonna have it with your wife, right? And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we're old and stuff like that." The way he said it, did he think like, "All right, well then you're just gonna." You're just gonna do it, and she's just gonna end up pregnant, spiritualizing the right, whole thing. Right. That's and that's what I that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. That's why she even said it because you like you said the fellowship probably was talking like that, and she's hearing it and is like, "Wait, talking about the way you saying it is like we gotta, it's gonna happen the regular way." <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Right. It's gonna happen the regular way through sex, and that's why I was like, she was in her mind eternally. She's trying to process all of this. Like we passed all of that already. Right. You know, we're not even on that time no more, me and him. But the way the Lord was inferring it was like, no, that's the way it's going to happen. And I think that's why she even said How long that. do you yeah. think that the time frame was from the end of 17 or from 17 to 18 where God told him, you know, that this was going to happen with your wife? I mean, it could have you know been within I mean? within the same year yeah, or because within saying, six months. Yeah. I mean, I would think when, when God told him in 17, your wife is going to... That at least he hit it a couple times to, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't yeah. That's a speculation. I ain't. Gonna, <laughs> you could. Yo, the Lord came down and told you him. You on the island. You could be on the island. With your wife. Go ahead. Give, give, give him five you know, minutes. Just, back. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> so he was like, all right, I'm going to trust you. It got to be a one and done. All right. But. but what was Sarah's. What was. What did the laughter betray? Unbelief. Mm-hmm. She didn't believe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing that um, made Abraham understand who he was dealing with. As mm. far as, oh, with, with oh, okay. Because now it's like heart. you're able to perceive what's in her heart. Because remember, oh, she yeah. didn't say yeah, it yeah. out loud. Right, right, yeah. She right. said it in her heart. Now right. Abraham is like, oh. Yeah, he could yeah, put it together. Right. Oh, yeah. Now yeah, you, yeah. you, yeah. you uh, omniscient, omni- now he's seeing the qualities of God. Right. And this is somebody that spent time with God. So he knows. Right. You're able to recognize God. 
quick. Mean, that's why I think he knew who it was right away, man. Nah, I don't. I don't. Think I don't so. believe Yo, he so. ran yeah. too quick I, to these three strangers, bro. I, I, that's I the culture with that. Th- those dudes, yeah, lot is gonna that do that. Yeah, because he knew who they were. He knew no, they were I don't. Angels. I don't think you know? so. The way he said my, the way he says my lord here. I mean, how he says it is capital. When he first meets him, in three, he says, and said, my lord. The way he says it is. He capitals like he he says it, recognizing that it's God. And he's and in the first, so that's why I'm he I'm struggling. But I still lean towards that he didn't know. Nah, for some reason. I mean, no, but that's a typical terminology that they use. It is, yeah. When they say even like, with the Lord. capital, no, no, no. In the the Bible, when but, they capitalize something, it's for for Christ. No, but is that for the, us to recognize? Yeah, that's the who thing. It is okay. Or right, was right. Abraham? And that's what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah, that's why I was thinking that was more. Yeah. Letting letting us know right. that that was Christ, right. but right. I, I still think I don't Abraham, know. Right? Yeah, I don't yeah. think Abraham. I mean, this is the what the fifth time that God had met with Abraham. He knew who God was. Mm. This wasn't just the, the the first time. You know, he had he had the altars mm. that he was meeting with the Lord. This is the fifth time that God showed up. Listen, God, before he knew who God was. Listen, brother. before you had mm. visions, you had you know the word. You had Abraham in a deep sleep, and he's having a, a this vision coming in. The Lord came in different ways, yeah, but, he, he, knew but he was, he was but he was able to um, recognize his character. Right. That's how I see it. So, either way, he he could have. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, or he couldn't sure. have. If he didn't, then he got the clues, yeah, and he recognized, oh, this is the Lord. And if he did, then he right. did. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know what I'm saying yeah. it is what it is, but. Um, yeah, so we're seeing the same scenario as the last one, mm-hmm. where we're getting a laughter, mm-hmm. and you know Sarah saying, obviously, like, "Yo, how are we gonna have kids? We're not even having sex." Mm. But she said it in unbelief, and then she got checked hard, right? And nothing did she, she didn't say anything audibly. Hmm. She didn't say anything orderly, so she was listening. And do you think is she was afraid because she wasn't supposed to be listening? Do you think that was the case? Because um, she was ear hustling. Like you, you got men speaking. You know, you you you're, you're preparing the meal. You're not even, uh, you know, like you said again, it's customs. You're dealing with customs. Maybe you wasn't supposed to be listening, and you I, said it in your heart, and now the Lord had to check you because it was more like, okay, I'm speaking to Abraham, and it's us four. You ear hustling. You say something in your heart, and I call you out, and then you lie. Mm-hmm. You're like, nah, I ain't say it. He's like, yo, dog, <laughs> I know you said it, but it was more, you know, it says she was afraid after he called out because it was more like, I wasn't even supposed to be listening no, I, to the I, conversation. I, I no, but know. I think she was afraid because yeah. now she recognized now, who she's dealing God. with. Right. Okay. I don't, I, I don't necessarily, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that was cultural. I don't know if she was not supposed to be listening, but okay. I do know that she heard something that she was already familiar with Okay. because she heard it from Abraham. Mm-hmm. She heard the promise. Right. She heard it over and over again. Mm-hmm. But when she heard it this time, not realizing who was saying it again, she laughed in disbelief. Mm-hmm. And yeah. saying it in her heart. And now right. this person is saying, yo, why did your wife just laugh? And then the Lord says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Mm. That's the difference between right. this picture Right, same right. type of react. We're reading the same type of reaction with a laughter and the statement. Right. That's the difference between that one and the other one. The right. Lord is saying, "Yo, 
is there anything too hard for God? Like, is that what you're saying? You're saying this can't be done? And then Sarah comes out, like you said, and she lies on top. She denies right. that she laughed. <laughs> the Lord was like, no, you laughed. What are y'all seeing? I mean, I, I just yeah. see that she denied it. That's why she got checked. I think she got scared. Yeah. And because she figured out that it was God because she, she didn't say it outwardly. But, you know, once again, you know, that's also just the Lord's mercy and grace as human beings. She straight up laughed. She straight up lied. No, she was afraid. That's the and reason she, was, she lied because she was afraid. No, mm-hmm. but I'm saying first she laughed in disbelief. Then she lied <laughs> because mm-hmm. she got caught. And still, God didn't punish her. He corrected her. But he didn't punish her. And yeah, say, All right, like, I now, see the same reaction yeah, he's as like, with Abraham. Yeah, like I, he's and because once again, God says no, but you did laugh. So he, you know that 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 same word no is here, and that that was when he was talking. So to you're Abraham. you're putting it in right. the same context as, as the interaction with Abraham. Uh-huh. Ab- yes, well, Abraham, that, he's that laugh. I'm no, putting as Ab- the same laugh. Abraham is putting. Um, God, when God is dealing with Abraham, Abraham, um, God is telling Abraham, Yo, this is. Yo, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Abraham tried to stuff Ishmael in there some someplace. Like, uh, yo, this is the program, right? Uh, yeah. And his laughter, again, it wasn't in disbelief. Because the Lord didn't say, is there anything too hard for me? No, like, you're trying to say, I can't that do that? That doesn't mean it wasn't in disbelief. Mm-hmm. Just because it doesn't say that. He was dealing with a completely different person. Oh. He's dealing but, with a woman here. A woman who he had never... Whenever he was interacting, it was always with Abraham. But the response from God is different. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So there now, was, it's in, in order to show you the differences between the laughters, you're seeing the different responses. No, you're saying that God works differently with everybody, bro. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, okay. I don't think that. I don't, just, I don't look at it like yeah, yeah. You're trying. I don't look at it just because you see God responding. You know, again, like I said. You know, was, okay, yeah. was it a positive or a negative response? What do you mean? What is what? Okay, it what's was, what's his response? Correction, telling to it was a correct. It was a correction. Yeah. So he's yeah. telling Sarah, "You don't believe that I could do what I'm saying I'm gonna do." Yeah. Okay. See, so, yes. Yeah, so Why? That, that's, so that's so Why? Because she didn't believe it. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's not what he told Abraham. Right. Okay. So, so how are you comparing it and saying it's the same thing? Because that's it, what I'm trying to. Because that's it, what I'm trying to understand. Because again, just because he he dealt with her, because I'm seeing the same situation, but just because he dealt with her like that, that don't you you can't okay. say that that defines that, right defines. Hold on, let me let me What's throw after? let me throw out an example. What happened to Zacharias? What happened to him? You remember when, oh, when, when, you talk when, about, when uh, the angel uh, came John the Baptist, John the Baptist. with John the Baptist? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened with him? Remember, he says, "Yo, you're gonna you're gonna have a kid." And then he he laughed. He said, "Word, you you disbelief. You ain't gonna talk." Okay. Somebody had the same reaction. So so how come he didn't um shut <laughs> shut her mouth? Well, but that was a strong if, rebuke, if, though. If, if no, if, wait, if, but, if but, the wait. Lord acts no, the no, same no, with no. everyone who but disbelieves, who, who had a similar reaction? Uh, didn't Mary have a similar reaction? Yes. Why didn't she get right? You understand what I'm saying? She was like, yo, I don't have a husband. How am I going to get pregnant? Right. That's why I'm trying to show you there is yeah. a difference in the, the the place of these comments. It's not John, like John the Baptist's father was in unbelief. Mary wasn't in unbelief. But Mary's like, yo, how is this going to happen? I don't even have a husband. That yeah, doesn't okay. mean she didn't believe. Right. That's that's the difference I'm trying to point yeah, out. You're trying to figure the out responses, how The responses from God is two totally different right. responses. And we can't say, well, we don't know because... 
we know what we got in the scriptures and what he did and said to Sarah is different than how he treated Abraham. Bro. There's no preference in God yeah, is not a man pleaser where he's going to treat one one yes, way. He and does. He it. does it all how? the time. Yo, the way God deals with everybody is different. different, bro. He did that with the disciples. So he's got to deal with unbelief differently no, uh, from Abraham and Sarah? It, it, yeah, it depends on how God is. Because I'm going to show you. No, I'm going to be honest with you. Yo, dog, uh, when, we, when we look at the disciples, look. Oh, no, it's true. <laughs> Dog, when we it says that's why right. that's why Paul says, "Yo, God is gonna have mercy on who He has mercy upon." Dog, I could do something okay. and you could do the same thing, and the consequences is different. Different. Yep. Yo, dog, I could I could do the the same exact thing that you do, and the consequences is totally different. And you would be like, and on the outside, somebody would be like, um, "Mike is a more godly man." No, than, no. Than but Marcus. what do you mean by consequences? No, yeah. What do you mean by consequences? When I'm talking about reaction, however, God reacts. The to response it. The, from God. Yes, we're dealing with the response. So yeah, you're saying the response the, from God is going to be different from for Abraham than I'm not talking about consequences in yeah. terms of the things that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm but, talking about the, the response, response from yeah, God. God. Yes, yeah. why not? Dog, uh, God is no. B. I don't, I don't agree good, with that. Listen, you know, but, it, listen so, but, real quick. It says Abraham was his friend. Okay. Dog, the relationship that he had with Abraham, he didn't have with nobody completely else. Completely different. But, you, but, one thing, but one thing you're missing, though, because remember, we got to throw everything in, um, together, right? Mm -hmm. He's the same yesterday, today, yep. and forever. I, so how are we going to say he's the same today, yesterday, forever, but then have, I'm going to respond differently to this, I'm going to respond to unbelief here, and I'm going to respond to belief here differently. Yo, this, mm -hmm. the God is not man pleasing, dog. All right. Listen, so, let me just read that. Why, no problem. This is why I disagree with you again right, in chapter dog. 17. I'm not going to fight. Then Abraham, <laughs> look, then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? Mm -hmm. And shall Sarah, who is 99 years old, bear a child? You know, and Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Mm -hmm. And, and then, God said, Yo, no. you, you don't then, think I could do that? Then God said, Yeah, he said, No. He said, no. Sarah, your wife shall bear a son. Okay. Because he was insinuating that Ishmael was that dude that he was going to use. Listen, and that's that's why I'm trying to that's why I'm right. trying to explain. <laughs> Abraham believed what God said, right? He believed in, in amazement. He was like, man, I don't even know how you got to do this, but this is great. But yo, Ishmael, let, let him let him be. We're is Ishmael part of this different. program? No, it's, and it's fine. We can see it yeah. part of it. But uh, what I'm trying to say is. The response that God gave from Abraham is, why would he check Sarah like that? You, we can't compare the responses if we're, not, Sarah on the wasn't same, his best we're not on the same page with, with what that laugh is. If <laughs> Sarah we wasn't his best friend, man. If we were in agreement with the laugh, I, no. then you can be in agreement, in agreement with how so, God responded. Okay, so you're saying, we're the, not in you're saying the laugh is laugh the meant. same, but then the response from God is different. Yeah, yeah. So for the disbelief of Abraham, the the God let it slide. No, but God he still didn't corrected let it slide. Him. He corrected him. He corrected no. him here. He, he said no. He corrected him and said no. Yeah. Ishmael yeah. is not going to be part of this yeah, program. Pro yeah, it's going to be Isaac. Okay. Yeah, so why did he have to correct him there? Because he was like, no. He, listen, no, he's not. He, no, no. He, listen, on, listen, he listen. He's not correcting. Ishmael, right? No, he's not correcting that God can't do what he said he's going to do. He's correcting He's telling Ishmael. him Ishmael is not part of this promise. No, you can't stick Ishmael in there. Ishmael, I'm going to take care of Ishmael. He's going to get blessed. That's what the Lord said when you read on. He's like, Ishmael's going to be blessed. Listen, listen. All right. I, I want you, you guys to believe just yeah, send, man, send in some what emails. That's guys, what I'm saying, let us dog. know what y'all think. Send, send in and some emails. Let, yeah, send, let us could, know what y'all think. We could agree to disagree. Hold though. on. Hold on. Let me, just, ahead, let, me just ahead, read, let me just read one thing. All right. I'm in Romans 4. I'm going to start reading in um, 16. He says, 
That is why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all, as it is written, I have made you father of many nations in the presence of God in whom he believed, who gives life to, to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist, in hope he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations as he had been told, so shall your offspring be. Um, and then when you continue, he goes, uh, he did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was good as dead since he was about 100 years old or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. So he's like, so this clearly says in Romans 4 that he had faith. He believed in what God was going to do. Even though his body was good as dead, and and even though Sarah was totally barren, so it was like he believed. That, from, that's the end of the story from right? chapter fifteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't that's think the that's summary. What, no, I don't of think it's everything. No, so at, I, what, I think at what point? Before. At what point do you? you don't, that's you what I'm saying. That's at what, what point? You don't know, you don't know what point. Was. Chapter fifteen. Okay. That's the end I think, of it. I think, all right, cool. Chapter fifteen was the point. I think it's yeah. I think it's fifteen. All right, no problem. <laughs> Yo, we gotta sit here all day. Send us some we emails, got, y'all. We got the rest of the chapter to go through, dog. They here sounded like Andrew over what's here. What's the, the truth? Yo, let's finish the chapter. So what you wanna do? We could stay. Y'all wanna fight it out? We fight it out. We fight it out. We could, we could, we could, we could stop. Fight it out and yo. continue next week. We could, so let's do that. I don't got no. But problem. you already killed the spirit. Yes. Son. So let's Why move we on. can't agree to disagree? Let's move on. Nah, we we can't. We Christians, man. Yo, let's go. We can't fight all. Listen. And right, Mike 16, is wrong. 16, 16. <laughs> I'm gonna humble myself for the what, second week. Yo, in let's, <laughs> what else? Yo, I'm always wrong. What else is no though? Let's let's go. Uh, 16? 16 to 21. 21. Then the men rose <laughs> from there and looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to send them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing, since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him? For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he had spoken to him. And the Lord said, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grave, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me. And if not, I will know. All right, so what's happening over here? Yo, Abraham is his dog. Hmm. I mean, they were tight. Because it got to the point where he was about to break out, and he was like, I can't hide this from Abraham. Hmm. You know, and um, it, that's that's just so encouraging to me because when the Lord reveals things to me, I'm like, you didn't have to reveal that to me. There's times I'm reading his word and it's personal. And I know like like we we deal with such a personal God, like he understands he hears our cries, you know, even where he's like, yo, this outcry that's coming from this city. I hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here. I'm I'm, I'm it's coming to my throne. The sin that's in this city is coming to my throat. I got to go down. Let me go down and see what's going on. But we deal with such a personal God to the point where he was about to walk away. But he was like, should I hide that from Abraham? Abraham's my dog. Mm-hmm. It's like what we, like yeah, I was saying in the beginning, like Abraham's uh, faith, how he was growing with the Lord. He was so close to the Lord. His his altars, where he's even, he looked at Abraham as like, you know, that's my friend. 
I can't hide that from him. And just God's transparency when it comes to each and every one of us individually, you can have the same relationship with God. You know, just like how Enoch walked with God so close, he didn't see death. Like that's how personal and that's how close God wants to be with us, where he wants to reveal his will. You know, God doesn't hide his will. Who's, whose relationship is closer to God, Abraham or ours? Whose relationship is closer to God? I mean, well, I being would say that us. the Holy Spirit lives in us, yeah. I would go with us. Definitely. Oh, you know, you funny you, break, you, you brought that up because that's one of the things I was looking into. I remember I asked you last time, um, is there a difference when he said walk before, walk mm, after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, and we, and we see that you know, in terms of like um, thinking about it when uh like a child um or you know the the father walks after the child keep him from falling right mm -hmm. and then as the child grows their weapon is that now the child walks after the father right because now you're you're being discipled you're being guided by a father mm -hmm. you know and then at a certain age you walk with the father alongside you know, you're older, you have your own family, your own children. Now you walk, you know, alongside. Like you see a picture of when Enoch, Enoch walked with God. And then when you go into Colossians chapter two, he says, walk in Christ. Mm. So you see the progression here right. as you go, the walking before, walking after, walk with, and then walk in mm -hmm. Christ as we get, when you get to the New Testament, Wait, how so, we have. So what were you saying for the walk before? That's the younger sort of Christian? Yeah. So, so it's like, um, um walk before when the when the father's in front um and you and you well no the, the things that when the when the when the father's behind you and you and you walk yeah, in before so, so that's the child the baby you know and the father's behind him kind of like so they're guiding sort of them. weak in the faith and right, things like that right so, which makes me and mike correct because in <laughs> chapter 17 yeah, when he guy. tells him walk before me obviously up, meaning <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he's weak in the faith. So he's like, walk before yeah, me, Abraham. Yo, tell him, man. Walk before me. He ain't walking Filthy. with him right now. He's walk He said, come on, I'm I like that one. I'm come on, little man. baby in the faith. I'm a hype man. You know Filthy. what I'm saying? Filthy. Come on, little Filthy. baby. That was a good one. That was a good yeah. one. That's how I was like. <laughs> and what, what we see is, um, you know, when you spend time with the Lord oh, and um, you spend time in his word, you spend time fellowshipping with God, he's going to reveal stuff to you. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting, he he tells them why he's revealing it, because right? uh -huh. there's a specific reason, yeah, right. And Abraham, like you should know this because you're gonna have to deal with your family, yep, and you're gonna have mm. to deal with the generations after you to teach them to um, what what else? What he say to walk, to keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice. Mm -hmm. Right, like these these are the things that the revelation of God is supposed to lead you to do. Right, it's not. Um, he wasn't telling Abraham because Abraham, yo, this is gossip. Yo, check out what we're about to do. Da da da. da. It, it wasn't anything like that. Is every time God reveals Himself, it's so that it could help others. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm just thinking about it as in in the role of a, a leader or, or a father or head of a household. Right, and as you spend time with God, and as He's revealing stuff to you, that's supposed to spread out to go outward to to you know your wife, your your children, and you're supposed to teach them that, mm -hmm. right, so that they could continue to follow to keep the way of the Lord, right, to do righteousness and and to to do justice. Yeah, and I and I see it, it just um, this was supposed to go on for generations, 
like the responsibility Abraham had started with his household. Like he taught his household and this would go on for generations after generations after generations. That's why, like you said, again, I'm, I'm, um, I'm supporting what you're saying because it's so important to worry about your household, your family, because you, you always hear about, um, generational curses, you know, how, you know, something that happened with the grandmother and it was passed on to the mother and now it's on to you and then it could get passed on to your kids. That can all be broken with you just a man standing up and leading his family, mm-hmm. you know, changing that, following the Lord, oh, yeah. getting right. saved, bringing, you know, people in your household to Christ. Now you can break that the same way how you could you could have them generational curses. You can have generational Blessings. blessings. Yeah. You know, so it it's like he was like the this this part of him becoming a great nation, dog, it started in his household. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes we're so worried about, you know, you're thinking about generations down the line and you're not worried about the immediate. Like, dog, it starts with your household. Worry about what's in front of you, which is your household, which is your wife, your kids and your neighbors and the people around you, and then you can break that cycle Mm -hmm. you know as generations go on so by the time you get to your great grandkids they're christians because you broke that and that's and and that's the whole point and we see god even paying tribute to abraham right you say surely become abraham is going to become a great and mighty nation right and I, i know the lord could look at each each and every one of us you know i ask that question who has a closer relationship like if you're really going through it, the church has a closer relationship with God than any of the Old Testament prophets did, because mm-hmm. we have God living inside of us through His Holy Spirit. Right, right. So these these things, all right. This the statement that God made: Abraham is going to be great and mighty. God says says that to each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. And He you said know? He said you may command your children. It wasn't you will be ain't no choice, be. You may command your children. That's the point. Yo, your household. It says that they may do righteousness Mm -hmm. and justice. So it's active, you know, like it's, it's, um, authority being assertive, I should say, Mm -hmm. you know, as a man, but you see in that the, you know, he, he's looking at Abraham, like it starts with you, the man, you know, and you, you just look at society, how they don't want men in the household. You know, you're looking at it like men are under attack when you're looking at it like, you know, you, you, you know, it's being preached that you don't need a man. We don't need men. But you seeing how the Lord looking at it. He's like, nah, this great nation is going to come out of Abraham and he has to go and command his children. He has to be go inside the house and command that. And so that they can do righteousness, you know, so being active and being proactive in that walk and being an example, you know, the man has to be an example. But. You see, in it, you see in the Lord, yo, it starts with Abraham. It starts with you, B. Yo, that's a great point you said, how you say men are under attack in society. And you've seen it from history because this started off, you could see um, from just the television shows. I could almost pinpoint it back to like uh, Bundy. Homer Simpson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you've seen the, the decline yep. of how men and, and fathers being treated in the homes and it just progressively went through all these different sitcoms and shows and how men was just like, you know, oh, they're total clowns, they're dummies, they can't direct their families, mm-hmm. we don't need them, to the point where now there's toxic masculinity. It's like mm. on a total other side of the spectrum. Yeah. It's either you're a total clown or you're some savage, abusing, you know, right. destructive. So it's like 
Yo, there's an attack on men. Of course. You know? And you're seeing he's showing here. He's right. like, this this thing about generations, dog, starts with Abraham and your household, bro. Yeah, that's, that's where right. it starts. And if you teach your kids, mm-hmm. if you teach your wife, if you teach your family, right. it's gonna pass it's gonna get passed on to where we see the nation of Israel. Right. You know, they fought they get all of this, but it started with Abraham and, and his house. And it's all it's all to disrupt the order, right? right. We know that that God moves in order, right? He's very orderly. And if you want to disrupt that, right, if you want to destroy society, if you want to destroy a community, you destroy a household, yeah, right. right? So once you once you mess that order up and you flip it on its head. The family. It's, it's, it's the, like a domino effect. Yeah. Right. The, the, yeah, you destroy the family structure. You know, so yeah, we're going to use social media to destroy men, to destroy the image of men, yeah. mm-hmm. right? We already took them out the household, so now you know young boys growing up they don't have that image. Yep. So they're gonna get it from TV. They're gonna right. get it from the music. Yep. They're gonna get it from TV shows and reality shows. These are the images of men that they're getting, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's just destroying that image, and you know you you see the consequences, you see the repercussions. Yeah, I remember growing up, one of the the hardest. Rap songs or videos that hit me was uh, Ed OG and the Bulldogs. Be a father to your child. Mm. I remember, yo, I remember when that video came out. <laughs> video mute. Now I'm showing my age, but when it hit, I remember watching that video. But at least that was a message that was, you know, it was it was pushed out. Like right. you had rappers doing that. You had musicians yeah. talking about, yeah, be a father to your child. Fathers are important. Men are important. Not just you know everybody's trash, men are trash. Everything is this, you know. Again, <laughs> I want to I want to disrupt the nucleus of the family and and mess up the family. That's right. that's my goal. That's what it is. That's, you you wasn't hearing that, you know. Right. Like at least like you said, you had Al Bundy in it, but at least you still saw a man. Right, right. right. Yeah, they had us. But he was a bumbling right. idiot. <laughs> yeah, you had him looking like an idiot, but. You know, but at least you even just still saw men, you know, right. but it's getting to a point where, but I don't want to go on a tangent. Let's move on. All right. So, so what's, what's, what's happening? We have judgment. We, judgment is coming. So why is God going to judgment, judge Sodom and Gomorrah? Because of the outcry, B. Outcry. Dude, I love that. Right when 16, it says, then the men rose from there and looked towards Sodom. And I see that it's them standing and looking with that intent, like we about to go destroy this place. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then that outcry, the sin, what it says, it was uh, great. And their sin was very grave. And I think about America and I think about the outcry of the sin of the innocent babies that have been murdered and the children yeah. that have been molested and the, and the wives and the women that have been beaten and, and like just right dude, the, the outcry of sin in America. We see, we see it. We see society crashing, right and that, and, and if you don't think God is up there, and 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 that outcry is hitting him now. So, so let coming. me ask you a question: Who was who was crying? Right. So the outcry is a, a picture of people calling on to God, people complaining, people praying about what's going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. But who was doing it? I say Abraham. Well, that that's a good question because yeah. I don't know if it's specifically righteous people inside of Sodom and Gomorrah because obviously there weren't any. So it wasn't. So I don't think, I don't it think was people, people inside It of wasn't it. people inside. I, say I, Abraham. I think it could have been the spiritual realm. I could, yo, the trees cry out to God. You know what I mean? Like it, just that sin is an aroma 
that the Lord sees, you know, and smells, you know what I mean? And that could potentially I be said Abraham. the outcry. I'm wondering if it's just the peripheral, yeah, the neighborhood surrounding it, because it isn't a location and there's people all over. Yeah. So in Sodom and Gomorrah, like, because it was five cities, there were the major cities mm-hmm. in that area. And I think it's probably what you what would you call like the suburbs, I guess. And and the, you know the sin never remains in that location; it must spill over, mm-hmm. or they seen the effects of it, the consequence of it. So that's what I'm thinking. The outcry is. Yeah, I don't know if it's so the neighborhood. I say so, so you're dealing with um, the surrounding areas where people are like complaining. You're dealing with travelers, people that got to travel. You know, maybe through Sodom and Gomorrah Mm -hmm. and people hearing of the atrocities going on in in Sodom and Gomorrah and they're complaining to God about it, including Abraham. Right. Because Abraham was in the outskirts. He wasn't. He was out. So God is saying his nephews in there. Because As we see, you Mm -hmm. could see the attitude when we move on. But let's go. So God is like, yo, two reasons. There's an outcry. People is complaining. And again, I, I, I'll compare it to right now. Are, are people complaining? Are people crying out with the atrocities happening in our cities? Yep. Right? Because we, right? see, we see here, God hears that. Mm-hmm. And then when he hears that, he's going to come down and check. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Very consistent. Very, yeah. Very consistent. We saw that from the garden. Mm-hmm. When they messed up, God came down and checked. All the time. You want to build a tower? Yo, let's go down and see what they doing. Mm. Right? Genesis 6. Mm. Yo, I, yo. But why you think, everybody's heart is wicked. Why do you think he does that? Because oh, he's responsible. He's responsible. And he was like, yo, dog, you're not going to say. I'm going to show you. I'm going to come and make sure. That's it. Because he's just so real. I agree. Right. It's like. Like I don't want when when this when this fire come down, I don't want nobody to be like, "Yo, why aren't you? Warm? Why you ain't? Yeah, nah, I this can't wasn't do. fair. No, what what you're about to see in the next chapter? He's like, dog, it, it played out when I was there. Y'all didn't treat me no different. <laughs> I came personally, and y'all treated me just like how y'all treated everybody else. Dog, y'all did it right in front of me." And and it's it's crazy. He and, and God is saying, right, knowing that He knows everything, mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go see if what's happening is real. Is real with the out with what I'm hearing. Right. Let me go match it up. So again, God just being thorough, and He's He's doing that for us, mm-hmm. right? Just being thorough, because that's what He says. Like, I'm gonna go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry. Y'all complaining. Is is this for real? Let me go see if this is for real. Straight up. Right? Mm-hmm. And those are the two reasons he gives, right? So now, you know, I think about like us when we see the news and we see these headlines and these crazy things that's happening right. in our cities, in our communities, are we is it to a point where we're so numb? Mm. Right? When you when you hear about these young cats with no conscience just shooting. Right up. Right, yeah. you you seeing the the uh, uh, the video? Everybody got video now. Everything is live. Everything is on the Instagram. It's on the YouTube, mm-hmm. and you're seeing these crimes. After a while, you could get numb, right. where yeah. it's like, all right, whatever, another another one dead. I mean, people tell you straight up, I don't watch the news no more because they don't want to hear it. It's you on know. your timeline. Yeah, but they try it's to viral now. Yeah, but you you see people, they get to the point where they try to block it out. 
You know, that's what that's what happens when things start getting crazy around you. Right. You try to block it out and you try to build your own little world. You know, so that's why you'll just just start to be a gamer and just I'm a game for mm-hmm. 24 hours because mm-hmm. that's just the way you coping with what's going on in society. Society is going crazy, but you're like, let me stick my head in the sand. Mm-hmm. You know, so people do that. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, let's let's finish reading from. Ain't nothing wrong, you know. You can play your video games though. Have the video game people come after me, dog. <laughs> so let's let's read from twenty two to the end. <clears throat> then the men turned away from there and went toward Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord, and Abraham came near and said, "Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were fifty righteous within the city." Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? So the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed, now I who am but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were five less than the 50 righteous. Would you destroy all of the city for lack of five? So he said, If I find there 45, I will not destroy it. And he spoke to him yet again and said, Suppose there should be 40 found there. So he said, I will not do it for the sake of 40. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry and I will speak. Suppose 30 should be found there. So he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. And he said, indeed, now I have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 should be found there. So he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 20. Mm. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry and I will speak. But once more, suppose 10 should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 10. So the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Abraham should have been a lawyer, B. Mm. <laughs> Straight up. He was he was standing in the gap. He knew what he was doing though. But he, but he knew his nephew was there and just to see his heart, like, you know, he knew it was God. He knew who he was stepping to, but he his heart was really breaking. You know, just thinking about his nephew being there. You already know what he's about to go do. He's like, yo, my, my nephew, you know, his wife is there. I got the, the kids is over there. He was really pleading and interceding, and it's convicting for me. Are we are we just like that at the throne of God? Interceding? Yeah, day and night for our loved ones, for our, the people that are around us that, that are lost. Like, are, is our, are we really trying to intercede like that to the point where he's, he's trying to, you can see him trying to wear God down, and God right. is entertaining it. Right. That's what's crazy thing about it. God is like, because God's heart is that none should perish. That's really God's heart. That's why God is like, yo, bro, I'm with you. If there's tw- if there's 50, all right. If there's 40, and he goes down with Abraham because Abraham is really hitting God's heart because his heart is that none should perish. That's really God's heart. Mm-hmm. This beautiful picture of prayer, intercessory prayer mm-hmm. with uh, Abraham you know, standing in the gap for Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, we see his humility. We see his boldness in approaching God, right? And But I think the fact that 
he spends so much time with God. Yeah. That's where you build up that boldness, right? In order to talk to God and deal with him real, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And But always in humility, right? You, you're, you're reading what he's saying is bold, is very specific. It's not a general prayer. Oh, God, speak. He was like, nah. First, he establishes the principle about God's character. Yo, you're not a God that would destroy the righteous with the wicked. Right. He established that. Mm -hmm. Right? So his prayer is based on who God is. Mm -hmm. It's not based on what he wants. Right? Right? He didn't come to God and be like, wait, wait, why are you doing that? I got people. It's not fair. He's right. not asking questions. Mm -hmm. He's not saying like, yo, that's not fair. Right. Yep. You're unjust. Yep. He already know. Like, yo, if you're going to do this, then... I know that you're not going to do it this way. I know that you're not going to destroy the righteous the righteous with the wicked cuz that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. And then he proceeds to <clears throat> um to just just really go into it. All right. Let's see how many righteous has to be there. Right? He was probably hoping the 50. If there was 50 and the Lord was like, "Nah, I'm not going to If there's 50, I won't touch it." And like you said, the Lord entertains. Mm -hmm. Right? I think Abraham knew there weren't 50 righteous in there. But like you said, he was trying to tug on the Lord's heartstring and bring it down, bring it down. He probably knew there weren't even 10. Um, but I also see if this is true, where the Lord doesn't, you know, destroy the righteous with the wicked, then this sort of leans more toward pre-trib rapture, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why would we be right. stuck in pre-trib? And that's just a random thought. But um, I just... Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? That mm -hmm. that verse is so powerful to me because even if your young son dies or, or something just seems unfair, someone dies of cancer that shouldn't have, we have to trust that the judge of all the earth is mm -hmm. doing right. Mm -hmm. And, and that be, just because that person died young or that person was good in your eyes and something is bad is happening to them, dude, at the end of the day, where people spend eternity is the most important thing. Amen. So Amen. just because someone may be wiped out early, God has a plan and I have right. to trust that. Right. So I just love that verse right there because I know I trust that the God who's just, the judge of all the earth, is gonna do right by me. Well, right. Yo, man, yeah. be persistent in your prayer. Mm, right. Be persistent. Um, be specific. Yeah. Right? You can't get any more specific than 40, <laughs> 50, 45, 40. Mm. 30 30 and then he 20, goes by down tens, tens down to 10 and by the time he reached 10 Abe is like alright hopefully yo I know there's four hopefully you'll be able to get six more guys to get out of there there wasn't even 10 mm. there wasn't 10 righteous people in that city so that God would um, pour grace have mercy mm. So now you see why that tipping point was reached with Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Mm. Um, we we read before where God was talking about the land of Canaan when he said the the sins of the, I forgot the what. The sins of the Amorites. The sins of the, the Amorites. Yeah. Right? It's going to be ripe by the time you guys spend this. You know, he was kind of... Um, telling Abraham what's going to happen mm. in the future and what's going to happen to your generation. Like, yo, it's not all going to be rosy. Mm. Like, your your descendants, they're going to go through through turmoil, 
but I, then I'm going to use them to judge the Amorites because by that time, their sins is going to top top off. Yep. Right? So you're seeing the grace, you're seeing the patience of God in all of this. Yeah, it's, so not, now, it's not time. It's not time. Yeah, so you can't mm-hmm. pinpoint it to a day. It's not, it's, it's morality. As far as, yeah, the return of Jesus Christ, you got to, it's all about morality. That's it's how moral. it's judged. It's and not then, judged you know, time. next week, we, we, we're we going to see the um, the condition of that city, all right? So um, just a beautiful picture of prayer, man, and, and I think this is a good this is a good section we could learn from and how to um, talk to God, but it all starts with these altars that Abraham has been building throughout mm-hmm. his life, right? For him right. to have that boldness, for him to have that confidence, for him, you know, that humility. is It comes with spending time with God. Mm-hmm. And when you spend time with God, God is, is going to be like, yo, I'm not going to keep anything from you. I'm going to reveal things from you. Yep. I'm going to reveal things to, to you. Mm-hmm. And when I reveal things to you, it's going to affect the people in your life. It's going to affect the people that you come in contact with. It's going to affect your community. It's not just for you to have information and know. Mm-hmm. It's to bless others. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um yeah, that's yeah, the man. will of that's the will of God, you know? Like people always oh, what's the will of God? What's the will of God? But God wants to reveal his will to you. You know, God doesn't want to hide it. And you see it with Abraham where he was just like Shall I hide this from him? And that's not God's attitude, especially as you grow in faith and you grow in grace with God. He wants to reveal everything to you more and more each day. But it's all on, you know, it's it's all on. How do we make ourselves available? Do we make ourselves available? You know, like you said, uh, spending time with God in the morning and inviting God in. You see right. his attitude. The reason it got there, because look how he treated God from off the jump. Right. It's like, come in, come sit down, come eat, wash your feet. Here, stood by him, served him. That's why God probably walked out full, belly full. <laughs> like, yo, B, that was the best steak I ever had. That was the best <laughs> piece of bread I ever had. He was like, yo, you think I'm going to hide this from my Look how my man just took it. Me. Look how my man my just feet clean. Well, my feet's clean. I'm all refreshed. I got a glossy on the toe. What? <laughs> my belly full, and I'm gonna hide this from my man. You, you see, you know, God right. is real. God is like, yo, B, you treat me good, B. Yo, here, I got. I'm gonna reveal it to you to the point. Where he's like, I even entertain. What you got? We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll drop it all the way down to ten. I'm here, but mm. it, it's that relationship that it was. You, mm. You're seeing a picture of Abraham and God's relationship. It's clear. And it's, it's a scary thing, man, when when it's judgment time. Yo, when it's man. judgment time. And, you know, like you said, uh, that principle is true. God is not going to judge the righteous with the wicked. And he will take the righteous out. He did it before, you know, with, with Rapture Noah. no martyr. Rapture no martyr. Is that judgment <laughs> or is it wrath? I think it's the same, same thing. thing. Do you think it's the same thing, judgment yeah. and wrath? Yeah. Well, the the wrath is the execution of the judgment, you know. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rain fire and brimstone on the righteous. Yeah, so but there's still the righteous will be judged. You know what I mean? So there is well, judge. That's in, that's in a this. different yeah they're different judgment. judgment is all right. Let, let's judge. The wrath is the execution of the judgment. Oh, you're guilty. So then you go to jail. Yeah, and the reason I'm saying is because like Jesus took. The wrath, the penalty of my sins, right? As right. a Christian. Right. So how can I be 
sitting in the tribulation experiencing the wrath of God on the world. You know, it just doesn't make sense to me how yeah. some people think that we as Christians are going to be sitting through that right. when it's his wrath, you know, right. but. And it's the wrath of, of God himself. Yeah, exactly. It's not, you know, the wrath of the world or the wrath yeah, of the, the devil. devil. That's different. That's, yeah, yeah, that's different. The wrath you know? of God. And me as, a, as his bride, I got to sit through that? Nah, buddy. And it's like what you said. He's the only one that's righteous. That's why he can execute that. Nobody else can execute judgment and wath because nobody else is righteous. Yeah, only God is, God like you said, right. that was Great Abraham point. off the tip. Abraham was like, your dog, the right, you're righteous. He understood, you know, where God, but God is the only one that can judge and that can pour his wrath on a world or on a city, on, on whoever, because he is the only one that is righteous. Ain't nobody mm. else righteous. And he waited Boom. till there was less than 10 people. That was righteous mercy, in that city mercy. before he came and judged him. Patience, mercy, mercy yeah. grace, grace, all of that. But um, uh, yeah. and close us out in prayer, man. We, we finish. We, we finish it. We'll hit up nineteen, 19 next, next week. Next week, all right. So, Jesus, we love you, Lord, and we just saw. So blessed to be able to um, to read this beautiful manuscript that you've given us, Father, and then to have these words jump off the page, you know, and right into our hearts. It's just such a blessing. And we always ask you, Lord, that those that are out there listening or watching, that they would also fall in love with this book and that they would allow it to change them and that this world, that there would be a multiplication of the righteous, Father, that um, that the world would see the the changes in their lives and we thank you for using this podcast lord and you know us humble servants father you get every ounce of glory in it mm -hmm. um and we look forward to continuing in it and, and dissecting your word and having your spirit um just teach us so we love you lord and um be with us uh this week in jesus name i pray amen amen amen, amen.